Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk. I'm your host, Cameron Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Alright, welcome to episode 15. Today is, I believe, February 11th? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. We, uh, we broke our streak, unfortunately. Uh, we did one full month, so four episodes in a row, four weeks in a row. Uh, and then last week we had to delay and instead go this week because uh, a lot of things are going on in our lives of course yeah just personal shit and work and whatnot yeah audio deadlines and school work for you yeah, pretty much right pretty much yeah a couple projects due last week and then midterms this week yeah i have like uh for our current gaming project we pretty much are trying to meet some new deadlines so trying to get that out of the way as quickly as possible but all right let's get into what we are playing so james uh would you play uh, if it's Apex, let's save it for last, because that'll be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty much just, uh, I played a little bit more Overwatch. It's like, playing short multiplayer games in between breaks is just the easiest to do, instead of like sitting down and taking time to play like uh, Red Dead, which I, I really want to finish that game, but I just haven't gotten the time to play it recently. Sort of. Uh, but yeah, mostly just Overwatch, and then a I tried out Apex Legends. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I actually played a good amount of games this past week. I did I talk about last time we beat Halo Three already? When I was playing Halo, uh, I can't remember if you said you beat it. I know you said you played it. Actually, I don't think I did. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> last Thursday we we beat Halo Three, so we're done with that one. Got all the skulls. Got all the terminals. And so next up is ODST, which should be a really good time. We'll probably play it oh, all on this coming Thursday. I hope they fixed the achievements. I know. We're, <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid. But also, I'm, I don't think we're doing a legendary run because we're going to save that. Uh, me and my friend that are doing it, we're going to go through all of them again before Halo Infinite comes out. But we're going to do them all on legendary. But we'll already have all the skulls and terminals, so we don't have to worry about that. It's just going to be running through and playing it. And not dying during, like, Cortana on Halo 3 or uh, the library or archive. I forget what it was called on Halo 1. But the, the super fucking hard flood ones. Uh, besides that, though, I also... I actually beat multiple games. I also beat Mercenaries, Playgrounds of Destruction at work. Nice. It was like... Uh, I was on my break, and I'm like, oh, God, I gotta I gotta finish. And they're like, I, th I think your break's over. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Let me just, <laughs> let me just get this done. I'll be there in just a second. This is very important. Trust me. Oh, God. It was funny, too. The final mission, you're, like, trying to get General Song, the North Korean dictator that's, like, taken over. And if you fuck up, like, there's, like, three stages to it. If you fuck up during any of them, you go all the way back. And that mission's, like, 20 minutes, basically. Oh, man, they, how pulled long. A, they pulled the Ninja Gaiden on you? I mean, it's, like, it's an older, like, PS2, Xbox generation game. So the checkpoints weren't as good as they are now. Right. So it was very, very limited. And it, it still counted as one mission, so if you fuck up a mission, you have to start the entire mission over. But it's done. It's out of the way. Some of my friends can't complain to me anymore that I'm playing old games, even though I totally am. But at least the oldest one is back out of the way again. Uh, besides that, I... Well, actually, because that's done, I'm playing two other games now during breaks and lunches, because we, we have an Xbox... And then the, on, this, on the other side of the Xbox is a PC. So Mortal Kombat XL is on Game Pass. I started playing the story mode of that because I did. I 
played 9 on PS3 and Vita, and I never got to play this one, so I'm like, oh, cool, I'll start going through the story. I already made it, I think, to, like, the, just the, the second chapter, which is Kotal Khan. And it's just, I, I like doing that more than finding people, just because I never have, I never really was big into fighting games. And the story in Mortal Kombat 9 kind of drew me in, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And makes me more interested in, like, playing stuff like, I haven't played Injustice yet, but and Mortal Kombat 11, stuff like that, so... And it's just getting kind of me hyped up for these specific fighting games. And then um, on the other side, on the PC, I'm like, oh, I forgot this PC was even here. It's like a big old Dell desktop. Mm. That's a gaming desktop. And I'm like, wait, I can just like get through my PC backlog if I wanted to. So I quickly installed Age of Empires 2 HD and started playing one of the uh, expansion packs that came out when it went HD, so, like, when they did a, kind of, like, a remake of it, not a remake, but, um, a remaster, when they remastered it, they released three new expansions, and the previous, the original only had one, and it's, like, I guess all this old content, so it's, like, the Forgotten Deals, the Forgotten Stories, or something, I forget what it's called, but you play it, right now I'm doing, like, a campaign with the, the Visigoths, which is really cool, and it, it's, it, it it was originally from like a Hun storyline that they did in the Conquerors chapter, but now it's like a different perspective and it's like after the Huns already fucked everyone up. So I'm like, oh, cool, history again. Here we go. Uh, and then I got a lot farther in Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Previously, I think I said I was like two thirds of the way through chapter two. I got through it. I'm in chapter three. I'm in like uh, the new camp in nearby Rhodes. Like the southern area? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I haven't really been to the bayou yet, so this is, like, interesting. And I like that chapter. Yeah, and I just actually, right before recording, I did a hunting mission with Charles, and, like, it was the the buffalo one, if you did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was cool. I just had to remember who was, Charles was for, for a second. Yeah. And um, I forgot, he's like, the Native American, the, the, the buffalo... You, you've gone and cu- killed all the buffalo and just, like, shoots that dude. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, dude. Yeah, dude, that this guy, like, he... Charles got pissed. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's half... He's, like, I'm not sure which tribe he is, but he's basically half American Indian. So he just has that full, like, you shouldn't waste, like, any resources and you find, like, a bunch of bison that are being killed for sport. Yeah, so basi- he's like, oh, shit, we can like- finally get that perspective. Yeah, he's basically like, you're not respecting the land. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And besides that, like, uh, it progressed a little bit with Sadie. So now she's not working in the kitchen anymore, Miss Miss Adler. She's, like, fully dressed up like the rest of the outlaws instead of, like, the, the women that work in the camp. She's, like, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Yeah, so far I just did like the the trip to the general store and like she gets on the wagon and starts shooting people that yeah. the the what they're called the Lemoyne the Lemoyne Raiders I think yeah the Lemoyne Raiders they seem just like a bunch of old uh, ex Confederates basically yeah yeah so I was like oh cool we got to shoot a bunch of Confederates this should be fun and then uh what, what else I mean uh, all the like their fishing trip with uh, Hosea and dutch it's just all these cool conversations are happening yeah and i'm getting because all right my plan was uh finish that chapter two and then jump onto the spider-man dlc and play metro exodus when it comes out and then jump back to chapter three 
but I got drawn back into it and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just keep going because it's just super fun and I'm enjoying like, uh, honestly, just the set pieces of it a lot more and okay sometimes when i'm like oh, i have to go from this destination to this destination i can't use stagecoaches because i'm wanted in like half these areas because of fucking missions i was involved in already so i just put on like cinematic mode and then like kind of try to do some stuff around my room until i hear something happen i'm like oh shit what's who the fuck is shooting me right now but uh i noticed like lately more like a lot of people didn't like it because it's so they feel like it's empty or it's so slow paced. And then I realized why I liked it so much. And it's like, kind of like, uh, did you ever watch the good, the bad, the ugly with, no, I, I don't Clint think I Eastwood? Have. I know of it, but I, I don't think I've ever watched it myself. It's a, it's part of a trilogy of it's, I guess the main name you'd call it is the man with no name trilogy. Right. And it's Clint Eastwood playing the same character in three movies, but each one's like a separate adventure. And it's just kind of like, he has no name. The entire movie he comes into it like a, a setting and basically impacts everyone that's in the movie. And uh, he... Like, the entire movie is just incredibly slow-paced. Like, it's really long. It takes a lot for something to happen. Like, a long time for something to happen. But it's that's just kind of how it is. That's how a lot of spaghetti westerns are. And that's kind of how Red Dead is at a certain point. Because you're taking so much time. But it's kind of like you're really seeing the world. And attention spans haven't really improved since the good, the bad, and the ugly came out. No, unfortunately. So, <laughs> yeah, so everyone's just kind of like, oh my god, it's so slow. It's like, well, I, I can't just tra- uh, tra- like teleport to my next mission. I gotta fucking Plus, get you, there by myself. <laughs> if you teleport, then you're gonna miss a bunch of shit on the way. Yeah, I know that. Exactly. Which I get like... So much uh, cool shit p- happens along the way. Like, have you met, have you come across any clansmen uh, yet? Not yet. I'm surprised I haven't. I don't know why I haven't. Dude, those are I like, don't know if they're in a specific region only or... I don't know. Like, those are like some of the funniest interactions because like, I don't want to spoil them because they're, they're really funny. But basically like your first inclination is going to be just like, oh, these are fucking uh, um, clansmen. Fuck them. Kill them. But like, if you don't, and just let it play Oh, I, out. I heard what happens. Like, I heard all the different, like, scenarios. Yeah, like, they basically get what's coming to them in, like, hilarious, like, just hilarious ways. It's just so funny. And they're, uh, they're, they're only at night, right? Uh, no, I, I encountered them once when they were trying to set up a cross for, like, a burning later in the night, in the day. And they were trying to, like, hoist the cross up for later. And that's when it falls and on it falls them, on right? them and crushes the two guys. <laughs> and the, the, uh, the Grand Wizard or whatever the fuck the guy's uh, title is is just like, damn, why does this keep happening to me? It's just, like, so fucking funny. And I was just like, well, because you fucking deserve it, asshole. Bam, shoot him in the head. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to finding them, honestly. It's going to be, I, I think it'll be great. Because uh, I assume there's at least, like, two or three. Scenarios yeah, I think I've, them I've come, come across them at least twice. I, I don't know if I've hit them, seen them three times, but like, that's the, see, that's also what I like about Red Dead is that, that just like along the way you meet such like random, interesting people, or at least like funny situations happen and, and shit like that. Like, it's cool. I like it, and honestly, I like how they t- uh, they take their time building up the characters in in your camp so that like you actually give a shit if something happens to them for the most part. 
Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of them, and, like, they all ask me for favors, and I haven't found, like, one's, like, get me a necklace, one's, like, get me a mirror, one's, like, get me these herbs for the horses, stuff like that, and I'm just waiting on finding these different things, but also, like, I just, uh, I think I spent 10 minutes, actually five, I, I, probably more, five minutes, five minutes in real time doing chores in their camp, and oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm just gonna get all, all this done, and I finished upgrading the camp, I don't think there's, there's a trophy for it. Because nothing popped up, unless, like, maybe it happens later. But, like, uh, I got all the food, medical, ammunition upgrades for the camp. Like, tent upgrades, the chicken coop, the boat, yeah. uh, horse, the horse, like, uh, extra canaria. Skills. Yeah, the extra... Or, yeah. um, hitching posts. Yeah, hitching posts. Yeah. So, I've done all that, and I, I, I'm hope I'm guessing that more stuff will come up as needed, but at least for now, I've pretty much done everything, which I've just been focusing on saving all my money for those things, so I haven't bought, like, I still have no winter outfit yet. I haven't gotten, like, upgrades for my horses, stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of the camp upgrades after the just buying stuff is is going out and hunting for animal parts to upgrade people's, like, individual living quarters and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to take forever. It okay. does. Yeah. But all right. Um, aside from that, of course, I also played Apex Legends. I I started playing it on PS4. Same. I played six matches as... Uh, I already forgot her name, but she's the uh, the combat medic. Lifeline? Yes. Is that her name? Oh, my God. Yeah, she was like the first person I played as, too, and I... Because she's the tutorial character, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. So I just kind of, I was like, oh, I'll just stick with her for now till I get more familiar with her. I figure instead of trying them all out at once, I'd rather just kind of get a, like maybe like 10 matches in with each one to finally kind of, I mean, just kind of narrow down which ones I like the more and just kind of rank them down. Because I know like basically in your team of three, you can only, only one person can have each like character in a match. Or at least in your team. So, and they always randomize, like, who gets to pick first for the characters. Yeah. So, so far I haven't had to choose someone other than her. Because a lot of people I've noticed have picked um, the the hunter-looking dude with, like, the yeah, the mask. Bloodhound, who is yeah, Bloodhound. one of the two confirmed LGBTQ characters, apparently. Apparently Bloodhound is not, his or her gender is not defined they're um non-binary or something uh, like i'm not sure if they said that specifically or if it's just like they're trying to keep it a mystery of like who's under the mask no i think i mean that's that's pretty much almost like the um what the pyro in team fortress 2 except until was they reveal that the too? pyros pyro was a female it was female though oh okay yeah i never knew they, they revealed that very late yeah it was just kind of like oh that's interesting i guess but now, like, uh, I cracked up because <laughs> when revealing all these characters, the way they announced, they're like, yeah, this person's a, this, uh, that's, this is their sexuality, blah, blah, and I'm like, no, I don't, dude, I don't think anyone asked you that. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure nobody asked that at all, and you guys are just saying that now, because like. I think it's more that, like, at least for Apex, it 
it came out because they they put out like character bios on their website. Oh, they did. Yeah, and it just like Complete, okay, and okay, because if it was like it wasn't the if they were just doing that to garner like hey look what we did no. guys you, I'm sure everyone's happy about this. No, like, it, it wasn't that like EA was like hey by the way we're the most inclusive like uh, battle royale there is out there right now or or whatever. It was just like. Because their game revolves around hero characters and they tried to really iron out, or, or what's the word, hit home, I guess, that each character has a unique personality and, and stuff like that. They put up character bios on, I guess, Apex's homepage. Website. Okay. And in. If that's the case, then. Yeah. That's fine. And in the descriptions, it was just that, uh, what's the shield guy's name? Gibraltar. like dedicated he dedicated his life to helping people when his parents saved him and his boyfriend from a mudslide or 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 whatever so so gibraltar they just casually say like he had a boyfriend and for bloodhound it's just that like um their gender is not necessarily defined so it's just of the of Mm -hmm. the characters so far those two are LGBTQ inclusive, I guess, or whatever the term is. Okay. Yeah, so far, uh, yeah, I just played Landline, or Lifeline, crap. And, yeah, everyone chooses, you said Bloodhound? Yeah, I like Bloodhound. They're cool. Uh, yeah, Bloodhound, and then, it was, is her name Bandolera? Oh, Bangalore. Yeah, she's Bangalore. That's she's like crazy yeah. OP sort of. <laughs> she's got she's like the full like just straight combat. Yeah, right? she's got a lot of really useful abilities. Like her her passive is when she's under fire, she runs faster. So it's easier to duck into cover and stuff with her. And then she's got like a smoke screen, which is it makes it even easier to get out of dodge by make, like breaking line of sight with the enemy. And then her ultimate is just like rolling artillery. Which is somewhat useful, but slow to hit, I guess. And this game obviously has been taking... Uh, we'll just go into gaming news from here with it, just because there's always news about Apex pretty much now. Like, yeah, like this last it, week has basically just been like Apex week. Did you want to talk about the numbers really fast? Yeah. I figured you'd want to. Yeah, so it got released... Oh god, when... Okay, it's the last week, like a week from now, it, it got released... And within 24 hours, it hit 1 million individual users or unique players. And then within 32 hours, no, not 32, 72 hours, it hit 10 million unique players and I think 1 million concurrent players at at one point. And I don't even know what the concurrent players is anymore, but IGN, before we started uh, recording posted to Instagram and I guess other places that they just within the first week they hit 25 million unique players which is I don't know how that compares exactly to how Fortnite expanded or how PUBG expanded when it first came out but I mean it's in it's for a game that revolves around needing a a player base to keep going 25 million so far ain't bad no, definitely not. And especially like I, I just started playing last night. Like I, I installed it and everything maybe a couple, a few days ago. But last night was the first time I actually played it, so that number probably went up then. Um, 
they there was some talk about then that no Titanfalls coming out anymore. They're not working on it. Yeah, and that was, it's that's been weird. It's been kind of back and forth with that. And it's basically uh, Titanfall three is still going to happen. It sounds like they were going to make a premium product, which would be like Titanfall three. Yeah, uh, someone. But of course, we're not going to see that until um, post Jedi Fallen Order easily. Like they're focusing right now on this on Apex. Yeah, that makes sense. And just getting this all up out of the ground, and then of course Jedi Fallen Order most likely will come out this fall. I would assume to also align with Episode nine releasing. That would make a lot of sense. Unless they also do, actually, because you know how Battlefront has been every other year. So like Battlefront came out the same year as Episode Seven, and Battlefront Two came out same time as uh, Episode Eight. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think. And then like in between them, we had like Battlefield One and now Battlefield Five. Uh, this fall would, if they kept the, that going, it would be Battlefront Three. Which would that mean that? There's going to be two separate Star Wars games released this fall, or just, uh, or is Jedi Fallen Order coming out at a different period, or is Battlefront 3 still going to come out, and they just keep churning shit out of there? I'm not really sure. That's a good question. It's just something to keep a thought of, as, I would say as E3 approaches, we'll find out more, and we'll find out probably by E3 what's going on for the fall, because they'll have everything revealed by then. So with it, basically, it's, it's February... Uh, so in the counting this month within the next, uh, I guess the next three and a half months, we'll know a lot more, most likely. Do you think people would be okay with them doing just Battlefront three multiplayer again? If they also say that like, oh, um, by the way, we still have like a full, like single player story, Star Wars game coming out same year. I would okay if it's if they were gonna make a campaign like the one in Battlefront Two that I saw, like I said I didn't play it, but I watched the entirety of it. All the scenes, yeah. And I I have it. I still have to play it. Like it's gonna be a while, honestly. But if it's anywhere what it was like and what everyone said it was like, then maybe they'd be better off without a campaign, honestly. But at the same time, then they're gonna get complaints again, honestly. All right, Battlefront One. Got people angry because there's no story. Battlefront 2 got people angry because they did all the microtransactions that were pay to win, basically. Uh, the story wasn't good. And it's it didn't really do anything else extra. Battlefront 3 then has coming out of that where already the fan base has probably diminished a lot. Because I'm pretty sure the sales for Battlefront 2 probably didn't even do as well as 1, I'm guessing. Because I bought Battlefront 1 day 1. Battlefront 2, I did not. I waited, I think, almost a, a year. Question. Actually, I think I did wait a year. Um, and it'll have a lot of flack upon its announcement. It'll have a lot of flack no matter what it does until it, it literally has to earn its way into like the good graces of the majority, at least the Vulcan majority. I'm not sure. Uh, but it, it would have a lot of work to do, basically. Because... It's kind of like how, remember Resistance 1, 2, and 3? Yeah. How each game was pretty much different than the last, and each one would kind of alienate the previous fan base. Yeah. So you didn't really have people f- loving all three. You had a fan base of Resistance 1. You had a fan base of Resistance 2 and a fan base of Resistance 3. By the time 3 came, it was like no one, it had a, the smallest because it didn't have a returning populace. It just had a new populace of like, Whoever really didn't play the previous ones, maybe a small amount of loyal people, 
but otherwise, like, a lot of them fell off from the previous ones because they kept changing it and making it almost completely different, which didn't really sit well with most, and myself included. Like, I was disappointed with 3. Um, Battlefront 3, it's the same thing, almost. It's just they got to figure out where they're trying to go with it. If they're smart, they'll make sure they don't do anything with the loot uh, loot boxes again. They won't do any stupid microtransactions. They'll make sure all DLC is free that involves maps and characters and levels and whatnot. And if they want to do a story, they have to make sure they actually make it good. That's the thing. That's not even DICE. That was one of the other studios. I believe that was... Um, what are the other two studios working on it? Motive and Criterion? Yeah. Yeah, so Criterion then did the space combat. Motive did the story. So I believe it was Motive. So if Motive was working on it again with them, Motive has to do a good job this time, basically. So, as of 2016, Battlefront 1 sold 14 million copies. Uh, okay. And at, EA just said that their sales numbers for Battlefront 2 missed the mark by like a million units. They, they were predicting 10 million by the end of this fiscal year, and it ended up being like closer to 9 million. And that was the first year it was out? Yeah. Or like the first... Oh, okay. Yeah, see? That's that's what I expected. I didn't even have to look at that to know for sure. Um, but yeah, that's what I believe about Star Wars. Sorry, we kind of jumped off the rail there for that. Yeah. Uh, but in regards to Apex again, like... Uh, yeah, the Titanfall 3 will still probably be done after Star Wars. Uh, until then, pretty much, we just have Apex until the Star Wars game comes out. We're going to get probably a lot more support for Apex. Um yeah have you spent money on it no not yet um because they don't have anything like if i remember correctly fortnite had a thing called the battle pass and it's like for each season you like pay 15 bucks and then you get like some skins and emotes and whatnot but also like gold tier pass stuff yeah stuff like that basically it's like you would get the battle pass and every level or so you would unlock some little thing either like a spray or a new dance or like a color for your like streamers as you're falling and stuff like that uh so far i don't know where they said that this was uh or where they announced it uh but they i think have already said that they're gonna start doing a battle pass type thing themselves in the in the near future and their plans for upcoming DLC include, like, new maps, new characters, every, like, few months or a couple months or something like that. Okay. So, yeah. cool shit. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far, uh, and I haven't really felt like spending any money on it yet. Although, so two out of the eight characters are locked at, at the start. Yeah, And yeah. neither one is really, like... Like, something I feel like playing, I guess. Like, Mirage looks kind of interesting because he makes, like, holograms of himself so he can kind of trick people and, and whatnot. Toxic or caustic? I don't remember. He, he lays down, like, poison gas traps and stuff. Yeah. So he's more of a defensive character, I guess. So I don't really feel like spending much money on either of them because I haven't even tried out all the characters so far. Like... Most of the games I've played are, I played like Lifeline at the beginning. I've played a bunch of Bloodhound. 
I, I, I think I played like one match as Wraith, and she's supposed to be like really, really powerful, but I haven't really, her passive ability is like, eh. She like literally hears voices that, that'll tell you stuff like, you know, you're in the enemy's sights or whatever. So if, if someone's like try, about to take a sniper shot at you, like you might get a, a heads up. And so like, that's interesting, but it's not always helpful. Um, I don't know. So basically I've looked at the pricing for the characters that, that are up right now. And I think they're like a, about eight bucks each. Okay. So, but also you can work your way through with the in-game currency yeah, so and like, unlock them. So I'm. It'll take a while though, probably. That's the thing. It's like I'm. You get about six hundred game credits, or whatever they're called, uh, per level. Plus, you get a loot box every level. So, I'm trying to see currently how many levels it takes, or how long it takes, to just like with in-game just playing the game, earn one of those characters. So I wanted to do that before I end up, like, buying one. So, like, it's one of those things where I don't feel like I need to spend money on the game, but I'm enjoying it so much that I feel like I should give them, like, five, ten bucks every, like, so often. I don't know. Like, that wouldn't be too bad. Like, I I might buy the Battle Pass, depending on what you get out of that. Is there a Battle Pass? If Not yet, but, like, they... If they did one. If they did one, Yeah. Yeah, I probably would too if I if I stick on it long enough. But also, it's like, oh, enjoy another multiplayer game in a crowded world of. It's not really like oh, and the number of multiplayer worlds that can drag people here and there, but the amount of multiplayer games we have alone. And there's like ridiculous. there's games coming out like, Anthem comes I out. I want to make a, a list. So like Anthem comes out in a week. I can't remember when Division Two Division comes, comes out. out. It comes out next month. In like mid in mid March, I want to say, and like we but, we haven't even been on Destiny much recently, and Crimson Double starts tomorrow. All right, yeah. So yeah, it's if we want to jump back into it or stay off for now, still or not. Yeah, and it's like because we have those three co op oriented games that are a mix of some are like PVE, some are PVP, some are both. And then now Apex. I luckily I don't care about PUBG and Fortnite, but also I haven't even opened Call of Duty, and uh, Red Dead Online, and yeah. not to mention like uh, I did purchase before like Ghost Recon Wildlands. I purchased uh, Battlefront Two just to try it out, and then we still have Battlefield One and Titanfall Two. Uh, I played. And a I did. I did want to go. Came out so. Okay. So like I at least played the I was story try that, it out. and I played like I liked the multiplayer, but good god, it's so fast paced that I just like I kept getting destroyed, and I was like, I'm just I'm done. I'm just this isn't fun for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. What is that like? Uh, yeah, the three co op games: Call of Duty, Ghost Recon, uh, Battlefront Two, Battlefield One, Titanfall Two. And then I kind of wanted to go back and just see how the multiplayer was still going with Uncharted 4, just because I really liked playing it was when it was Uncharted 2. Um, so that's 9, and that's not counting, like, if I bought Battlefield 5, which I kind of want to, but at the same time, it's been getting... I think people that play it like it, like, all my coworkers that play it have enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's just, like, I guess their sales weren't doing well so far, and now that uh, Apex is out, they're like, oh, cool, something new, we can kind of throw on the front 
but that's dude, that's like nine. If counting Battlefield Five, ten different multiplayer in sp- areas to of, jump into and figure out. Speaking of uh, Battlefield and uh, battle royales, the, the battle royale mode of Battlefield Five isn't even out yet. Yeah, it doesn't come out. They said spring, but they didn't specify when, and they've been silent on it. Uh, oh, I almost forgot. Also, I bought Call of Duty. Modern Warfare Remastered as well. And I, I really hope there's a group of people on that because I got it specifically for the multiplayer. Like, the campaign's going to be cool, but I really wanted to just play with, like, base settings because Black Ops 4 I got for Blackout and Zombies. I didn't get for the competitive, whereas Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered I did get for the competitive because I like that a lot more. Uh, there's too much shit, dude. There's way too much shit. Yeah. Honestly, though, I've been taking advantage of not playing Destiny 2 uh like getting through red dead has been really nice and i i'm debating i'm like do i want to do i want to keep going with red dead or take a break and jump on to get through the spider-man dlc and do metro exodus when that comes out honestly this friday spider-man dlc doesn't take too long it only took me like a couple days okay yeah i might i might do that then and jump on just kind of like run through metro and then if I, like, I'll probably come back to it later in a couple years once I catch up to the other game. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, honestly, the re- all I really wanted, like, I'm looking forward to all this. What I really want to do is just play Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And it's not even because I'm really interested in it. Like, I've played every Assassin's Creed game, mainline game that came out. And I just want to see the story, get in, get out. I'm not doing any of the collectible shit. I'm just kind of, like, playing it. And then I can move on to the other, like, four... 2015 games I still have that are all the big open world ones that are left. Like it's, I just I just want to get those done. Cause I, I remember I told you like I, I put all the backlog on hold and just tackle the new games as they come out now. And when I get time just to jump back then, like that's what's been happening. But still, I'm just like ah, oh, just if I can move out of 2015 into 2016, it's 2019. Like dude, it's four <laughs> years ago. It's so sad. It's killing me. Life was better back then anyway. <laughs> yeah. It was so much easier. Uh, but all right. Enough of that. Uh, last thing of Apex is uh, there's also rumored, uh, what do you call it, uh, cross-play that they're working on. That'd be really cool. There's no promises, though. They're just saying they're working on it. Like, So that would also it make could things work. I mean, if, if Sony can allow Fortnite to do it, if Apex gets big enough... Maybe. Well, they're and, they're beta um, they're beta testing it with Fortnite, which actually, well, I'll bring it up at the end, do, maybe. Uh, Rocket League Two. I think that's still being worked on. I want to say. Mm, okay. Yeah, but actually, really fast. Did did we ever find out if PSN name changes happened yet or not? I no. I feel I like they haven't because no one said anything. It just went silent. And no one brought it up at all. No one's brought it up. No one said anything. Well, it's because when they first announced it, they were like, oh. So we're beta testing this. By the way, it might fuck up everything about your PlayStation profile. So, but that's they up did to say you. November, and it's February. Yeah, they said late November we'd have it, if I remember correctly. I don't. And it just I don't remember it, it's them. like everyone forgot. Yeah, I don't remember them doing an exact date, but kind of. I I feel like it was the end of November. I'm like almost positive they said either the beta was happening then. Or that it was actually going to launch then. I don't remember which one it was, though. It's just all of the 
the caveats of like it might fuck up your trophies it also might like you know for some games you might have to revert back to your old name just so to make it work and i was just like i don't i wasn't even on the beta or alpha program whatever there's available to a select few people and even if i was on that list of people that could change their name like i don't i actually kind of i still like my name it's i'd change mine yeah. I'd change mine in a heartbeat. I'd take out the numbers as quickly as possible. Yeah, I know exactly what name I'd do because I know Raider is probably going to be taken. So I, I added on like another part of it. I'm not going to say it because I don't want anyone to steal it. Right. So I'm just waiting. If I can get it changed, then I'm actually going to try to universally change all my usernames to that name and just to kind of put everything on the same level and just have everything more universal because I figured that would be a lot easier instead of remembering like 20 different usernames. Yeah, I guess I'm lucky. I just... I. I landed on Invader Jim like really early on making screen names because it was like, uh, I think it was back when AOL was still a thing, or AIM, when AIM was still a thing. But why did you, and did you have to put in numbers or did you want to put in numbers? I think I had to put in numbers and that it just like, that was my house address at the time, 124. So, like, that's my Twitter handle is InvaderJim124, so... Yeah, we really got to stop putting our addresses and everything. That was yeah. why I want to change mine is because that was my address, and I thought it was so smart. I put a 2 after it because there's no 2. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm such a genius. And I'm like, why did I even do any of that? That's so stupid. I, it was literally just that, like, I I had to put numbers on my profile, and I think one of my brothers was helping me set up my name, and, it, and I was like... And, and they were like, I put 124 on my name, so you should do that too. And I was like, okay, why not? So, uh, you know, it was just being dumb high schoolers, dumb young high schoolers, yeah. I swear. But yeah, so I, I actually still like Invader Jim as a name. I mean, the, I could live without the numbers, but I put those on pretty much anything anyway. So yeah. I got that cohesion of all my screen names are pretty much the same. And I still get compliments on like, oh, cool, Invader Jim. That's like Invader Zim. I liked that show. So I still get that. So, I'd Oh, no, yeah, the name itself is good. I'd just say, like, if you had the chance, I would just take out the numbers. For sure. Because everything, honestly, every, all of them always look better without numbers. I think the, the point I was trying to get to initially before I was like, I like my name, was just, <laughs> it was just like, even if I had had that option, all the caveats of, like, it might fuck everything up, I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd do it because worst case scenario, if it does fuck everything up, I would get that weird, fresh, clean slate where I'm like, all all weight has been lifted. You get to steer a new man. <laughs> no incomplete. Uh, not enough lists. that I would start a new PSN, like a new PSN account separately of what I currently have. But like, if it altered the one I currently have already, and it's like it still works, it's just certain past issue things are gone. I'd be like, you know what? It's okay. That's fine. Whatever. I'd probably be annoyed for like a good ten minutes and just kind of walk in circles just raising my hands in the air and then i just be like all right curse you i'll be honest if the same thing happened if my like i'll put it this way if my house burned down and i lost everything i would be like fuck i can't believe it and at the same time be like i was trying to get rid of shit at the same time and also i had too many posters it's really sucks but I'm still here, and I could just rebuild, and if anything, I could just start new. I would just hand, I would hand select a few things I'd try to get again. Otherwise, just, like, fresh, clean slate. That's it. 
I'm not hoping for this to happen. Yeah, ar- I'm not saying arson for this is- to happen. I'm just saying that's how I would react. Yeah, arson, most likely. Arson is easily the best way to clean up your house. <laughs> and I got the insurance money. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, let's on get top. on to the the rest of this news. Let's blast through it. We're already 40 minutes in. Holy shit! Yeah. All right. Uh, first up, Michael Condry. He uh, co-founded Sledgehammer Games and also was instrumental in creating Dead Space. He has left Sledgehammer to create a new studio with 2K. So it's a new 2K studio that's going to be in Silicon Valley. Interesting. And they're going to make their own titles. I'm kind of like, yo, what if they make a new Bioshock? It's something random, but I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. It's not rumor or anything. I just What's Ken Levine if, doing nowadays? Ken Levine. So he started Irrational, his own like, thing, right? Irrational laid off everyone except for like a core of like a dozen people or something. And he's like making something smaller. Because he wanted to start over, or something like that, if I right. remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so because so I remember, because yeah, because two K doesn't really have that many properties. If you really think about nah, it, but it's they like, got a lot of studios. Yeah. But, all right. Well, we could always talk about that more, but let's let's get through this stuff. All right, this one's actually bigger shit. Uh, Microsoft is bringing Xbox Live to Switch, iOS, and Android, which. They didn't really. Did mind. they specify? Did they specify exactly what you could do? No, with that? they. Fr- from what I understand of the news, the. I don't know press release, whatever they, like the news was basically that they're considering bringing Xbox Live to as many. Uh, like platforms, platforms as, possible. as possible. They weren't specific, but it was basically like. Whoever they're camped out of Sony's door, going let us in, let us in. It was basically like whoever wants to use the power of the Microsoft Cloud for their gaming solutions in the future, come over here. So, like, I think Sony using Xbox Live for the next for PS5 or six is unlikely, but highly doubtful. Yeah, and I also find that unlikely for the Switch, honestly. But alt. Here's the thing with the the amount of buddy buddiness that's been going on between Nintendo and Microsoft recently ish. Well, they're not really competing with each other. No, they're not. Nintendo's not really competing with anyone. They they're always in their own little world. Like if you look at everyone, they probably each either have an Xbox or a PlayStation plus a Switch or like all three or something. Which I now have all three, which is the first time that's ever it's happened. Probably a good bet. But yeah, so. It's not impossible that Nintendo would be open to working with Microsoft on that, especially since their uh, online multiplayer service currently is like, eh. Like, I don't know if you've actually tried to play Smash Bros. online, but it is. Dude, I, don't, I, never, I haven't gotten there online. It is. Yet. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. So you haven't yeah. even bought it. Like, I. I was like, oh, it's 20 bucks. It comes with some NES games, and I'll get to keep playing Splatoon and Smash Bros. Online, whatever. Uh, well, Smash Bros. wasn't out at the, when it first went live. But the weird thing is Splatoon runs totally fine on their service, but Smash Bros. is, like, abysmal. And it's never been good. It, like, any Smash Bros. Online that they've tried has never been really good. But I was hoping that for the Switch it would be better. And I even I even bought the Ethernet adapter so I could hardwire my my Switch into the internet, and it still lags. And I don't know if that's because few other people bother with that, and I'm dealing with Wi-Fi people. But 
if Nintendo like basically tossed the baton to Microsoft and was like, hey, you handle this shit for us, please. And I could actually play Switch, you know, Smash Bros. Online on, you know, buttery smooth Xbox Live servers, then I'd be fucking like, happy with that, honestly. Yeah, on like, uh, it's also like you could do achievements. That's too. Other stuff. And I feel like there's so many different... It's weird because it's like, what what would this cover? What would this have? And it's like, would it cover achievements? Would it cover online? Would it allow you just to kind of use the Xbox store on another platform just to use it as like a buying something there? Or would it possibly bring Xbox games to the Switch? Yeah, could it literally just be... Or vice versa? Like, well, because like if they're that... Buddy, buddy, like if Nintendo ever went partially third party or like, because what was it? I think it was kind of funny games. I listened to Greg Miller talking about it and it was like, I think Nick, uh, Tim Gettys, one of the, someone, one of the people from that company were like, mark my words, uh, it's going to be a uh, uh, retro, the virtual, the virtual console is going to come to Xbox, the Nintendo virtual console. And it could be basically all the older games. And it's like, I mean, that could be possible. Possible. Yeah, if it was older. I mean, honestly, they could put older for both on either one. If they, if they like, who cares? If that was Sony, I'd do that too. Like, just put PS1 games. Like, that's not really garnering that much anyway. I mean, hell, like, so, some PS1 games are even on other consoles now. Like, I mean, granted, it's not exactly the same thing. Well, I mean, but, like, the remasters, yeah, for, like, Crash and Spyro. But, like... Yeah. Final Fantasy VII was, like, a huge PlayStation 1 exclusive, and now that's on, like, Steam and Xbox, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like we'll we'll learn more as the months come on. Also, like, I feel like uh, so much of the stuff we're talking about is just going to be, like, E3, wait till E3, it's going to be big at E3, yeah. and they're going to be like, look, and maybe Nintendo and... Or at the Microsoft press conference, like, Miyamoto just walks on the stage, and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God! Like, dude, they did that for Ubisoft when uh, when they did. Oh yeah, Miyamoto came on for Rabbit yeah, Mario Mario Rabbit yeah. Kingdom Battle, and and just like Miyamoto was just like in the audience or whatever. Oh, I know. Yeah, and then they also did that for Starlink. Where they're like, we don't talk about that. They were like, hey, here's an R wing. You're welcome. <laughs> He's like, oh, th- yeah, thanks. Yeah. He just walks and just puts in the trash as he walks by. <laughs> like, well, like, I have this. a million of these. I made this. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, they've uh, revealed that there are, I believe, multiple unannounced games coming this year. I heard a letter. Uh, that haven't been announced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, hence unannounced. It was like rumors but. of like 11 Nintendo, I think, I guess, first, pers- first party properties. First party. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, I like. I, I don't think it was Nintendo that actually said it. I think it was. It's just like someone leaked claiming it. That story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if it is, um, I mean, I assume one of them's that because they didn't directly announce it, but the the Pokemon Eighth Gen game. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good point. They isn't that and that and Animal Crossing did... would probably come this year if anything. Yeah, well, that one they formally announced at, like, the okay. last Smash Bros. Uh, oh, no. What was it? At, it was it was some Nintendo Direct where 
they announced, I guess it was just a regular one, where they, they announced Isabella, or Isabel? From... Yeah, the dog. Yeah, from whichever Animal Crossing Yeah, I feel was. like we talked about it before, but yeah, it's the dog. Yeah, like, they, an, Animal they announced her... Smash Brothers, and then they announced uh, Animal Crossing. It was, like a yeah. fu- it was, like, a super funny fake out where they were, like, did... S- Oh, by the way, we're doing Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah, oh, no, we're not. Yeah, anyway, we've, we've done it before. Yeah. But, oh, no, no, I don't remember where I was going with this. Uh, uh, so that one that they that one they formally announced at this point in, I think that was the, oh, no, that was the same direct. So, okay, what was the other one you mentioned? I said Pokemon, oh, uh, Animal po- Crossing. Pokemon, they did... I guess you can say formally announced that one, but it was literally just the creator of the series or, or the, the director of the series sitting at a desk doodling something. And oh, he's like, oh, hey, yeah, he's like, hey, I didn't see you there. Yeah, he's like, by the way, I'm working on another Pokemon game. Goodbye. <laughs> That's all we got for now. <laughs> so that could probably come out this year. That'd be pretty awesome. But I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what these other 11 unannounced games could be other than I guess that... Dr. Mario World mobile game that they mentioned in their uh, investors report like a, hmm. a week ago. Did you say mobile? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, some of them could just be mobile games, if anything. Yeah, no. I mean, with a number of like 11 games, like I doubt they're going to release like 11 huge games in one year. That'd be almost like a game a month. That'd be insane. So, I honestly think it's mo- it's more likely just like a bunch of mobile games and then like maybe a couple crazy things we haven't seen that they haven't announced yet. I'm still hoping for a, okay. a Metro trilogy, but or Metro Prime trilogy, but yeah. That would be good. I would I would buy that. I'd buy a physical copy of that. All right. Next up, uh four former Telltale devs have formed a new studio called Ad Hoc Studio containing or continuing their narrative focus on games like walking dead and game of thrones wolf among us stuff like that and that was reported by variety so that's pretty cool it sounds like it's just a new indie team that's gonna do what they were already doing yeah hopefully with a better engine <laughs> yeah really uh i mean honestly they'll probably use like unity yeah just use unity or, Epic or something. I-, I would assume they're gonna use unity because i don't think anyone would use unreal for something uh, yeah unreal. that sorry yeah We'll see. Uh, and then uh, this one is coming off of the end of a very long train of memes and references <laughs> and yeah. insanity. I think you already know where I'm going with this. Uh, NetherRealm has confirmed that Shaggy will not be appearing in Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, this comes off of... Well, we'll just go through it uh, in 20 seconds. Uh, basically someone brought resurfaced something from a, I want to say 2010 or 2011 Scooby-Doo movie where Shaggy is like hypnotized and thinks he's brave or like, isn't afraid anymore. And he beats up, I kid you not, he beats up an entire biker game <laughs> in a diner Oh to shit, the point where it's like, real? yeah, he, and I cracked up cause uh, one of the bikers actually pulls out a switchblade. And tries to stab, this is a child's cartoon, tries to stab Shaggy, and Shaggy throws him into the, uh, the air, the, 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 the fan 
the, you know, the ceiling fans. Yeah. Except it was like a wooden ceiling fan, and the motorcycle guy had like one of those spike helmets. Oh yeah. So he's just like spinning there in the spike helmet, and it's like hits the other bikers, basically beats the shit out of this entire gang. I was just like, the leader comes in, and he's like, "You're a tough hat. guy. I challenge you to a motorcycle race." And he's like, "I've never ridden a motorcycle before. You're on." And but that's basically where it came from. And all of a sudden, everyone made all these memes like Dragon Ball, Naruto, it's like Shaggy, everything. Shaggy is Shaggy's like an impossibly powerful god. <laughs> and then like there was a petition and all this stuff. It was insane. But basically, Mortal, uh, Netherrealm was like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. Boone's like, we're, we're, we can't do that. It's a child's character. I mean, it would never have worked out, but it's just funny. If you and if anything, if Velma, this game... Though. Oh, shut up. <laughs> if... if uh... If this comes out on PC, you will probably bet your sweet ass that Shaggy will be a mod. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, that's that's it for that. And then the last... Uh, should I mess with my mic? Uh, last thing uh, ends a little sourly for gaming, but a rumor has surfaced from Bloomberg that Activision Blizzard may lay off some of their company. Yeah, I heard. And probably still retain their giant corporate bonuses in the process yeah i heard the numbers of layoffs would be in like the hundreds at least a hundred like yeah. I was like, meanwhile they'll just be like, like well i still have my big old my big old wads of cash yeah that's like, all that matters i don't understand that's like, always the constant thing with big corporate people like, uh and then they wonder why they're getting taxed so much and then you kind of notice well why. from what i understand I, I know ea has been having some shit recently because Something didn't pan out for them. What? Everything? Yeah, that's that's fair. Like last few things haven't really panned out super well for them. Plus, like the bad press about it's like it's been like five years and you haven't done anything particularly good with. Oh, Star Disney Wars. said they're still sticking. They're not planning on doing their own games anytime yeah. soon. Which I don't. Who the hell would they do it with? There's they they fired. They destroyed Lucas Arts. So. Well, they closed their own video game studio that they had. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they reopen LucasArts and they're like, look, we did, they, they did what they did with everything yeah. else. Hey, you know this thing we saved? Uh, this thing that we destroyed? We saved it for you again. It's like, once again, yeah. you were the ones that destroyed it in the first place. Don't act like you're going to get praise for it if you bring it back. Yeah. I mean, I get, maybe I'm just misunderstanding the story because maybe when they just say Activision Blizzard, like, they mean the whole company. Because we'll I, see, I keep... it could be it could be Blizzard's studio in Irvine. It could be like separate parts. It could be like maybe an entire studio gets closed. Uh, we have no idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see. Because they, I think the speculation was it would be on Tuesday, uh, as early as Tuesday, which would be tomorrow, as we're recording. That uh, it could be revealed who uh, what's going if when they announce this, basically. Yeah. So. It could be throughout the whole company. I don't know, because I keep forgetting that Activision Blizzard isn't, you know, Blizzard owned by Activision. They're, they merged. They're, it's, it's one company. But yeah. at the same time, Blizzard itself is still, you know, the game developer. And they're in charge of, you know... Uh, um, it could be the team that's working on, uh, what, what is it, Heroes of the Storm? Oh, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, I could see that because that's the thing. I was gonna say that because you know, have... aren't they winding down on that one? They're they're yeah. uh, slowing down support, and they're probably gonna kill it. I would assume. Yeah, they literally just shut down their esports tournament that they were doing for it because they were like, 
just specifically for that. Like I'm pretty, they're still doing stuff for Hearthstone and uh, yeah, Hearthstone's still great. Overwatch is still doing super good. I mean, Overwatch League starts in like a week, which I'm I'm super pumped about that. Um, but okay, it's we'll we'll find out I guess soon, and then you'll hear from us in our next episode uh, how that went. Yeah, basically, I was just I was just surprised to hear. I was just basically surprised to hear that blizzard was having issues and needing to lay off people but we'll see yeah 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 we'll see what happens uh next up uh what we've watched if you want to run through that quickly if you've seen anything new uh pretty short list uh so i'm super mad at hulu because it turns out like a bunch of my shows that i've been watching are back and they just didn't tell me that there were new episodes so I got back into Brooklyn Nine-Nine because that season started up again. And holy shit, that show is fucking funny. I love that show. Uh, my sort of put on in the background when I'm not wanting to pay too close attention is the worst chefs in America, which is still super funny. That, that's my guilty pleasure right now. Is that, is that Gordon Ramsay? No, it's uh, it's a sort of a competition show on the Cooking Network with Chef Ann Burrell or something like that, and there's like a rotating uh, cast of other chefs that she competes against. But they basically take like oh, okay, if it's not Gordon Ramsay, I don't care. People with it's absolutely no cooking yeah. skill, Gordon the only and thing turn them into actually competent chefs by the end of the season, and it's honestly super. It's always really fascinating to see how little cooking skill some people actually have. And then even more impressive to see those people from the beginning of the season end up and are cooking like amazing shit that I'm like, I can't even make like that's insane. So it's, it's an inspiring show. I like it. But then the, the one way different thing that I watched was the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix called velvet buzzsaw. And it was weird like interesting but i don't don't know if i'd necessarily recommend it to a whole hell of a lot of people it was about like jake gyllenhaal was an art critic and he's just like it's that's not even like a main point of the movie that he is an art critic or whatever it's just like the movie focuses on the art scene and at some point early in the movie, someone comes across a like a basically a treasure trove of paintings from some guy that died in her building. And she is like, oh my God, these are amazing. I work for a art gallery that sells paintings. And she goes to her friend, Jake Gyllenhaal, who's an art critic, and is like, what do you think about these? And he's like, they're fucking amazing. They're like the most amazing things I've ever seen. And... I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into spoilers for it because it's a pretty new movie, but it's also no. Nah, it's cool. I don't. I don't. It's just like I mean, you don't have to tell me. I, I just there's I'm indifferent. Yeah, some supernatural shit starts to happen. It's it's an interesting horror movie, but it's one of those things where one of the main rules for a good horror movie is like the rules for the danger has has to be like clearly uh, laid out. So that the the watcher of the movie can know when the characters are in actual danger, or because like then otherwise, if you don't clearly define what your monster or whatever can do, then like random shit will happen. You'll just be like, "What? Like, I guess that could happen." So, and it, that was the main issue I had with this movie was like the 
like the actual phenomenon of what was happening throughout the movie was undefined until very late in the movie. And even still, I was like, I don't know. I still don't even know what's happening here or why exactly. I just know that like weird shit happens with artwork. It was weird. So I don't know if I can necessarily recommend that movie. I really like Jake Gyllenhaal. He was good in it, but, and there were some in, visually interesting pieces to the movie, but overall at the end of it, I was just like, eh, the only reason I watched it was for Jake Gyllenhaal, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Was that pretty much uh, all you watched? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. I got. I didn't watch any movies actually this past week. It was a lot of shows though. I uh, pretty much caught up on. I caught up on a lot of shows. I caught up on The Gifted. I uh, got all the way. I think the new episode comes out tonight, so I think it's also the season finale maybe. But uh, it's been really really good. I honestly like it a lot. If you like X Men, you'll like this show just because it's like. Uh, Polaris and uh, Blink, Thunderbird, and a few others. Like more, it's more of the lesser-known mutants, like the ones that aren't usually in the movies and whatnot. Though Polaris is pretty well known, and things are a lot heating up since the last thing I talked about was like all the factions, and now it's like, oh, this is getting to like country-changing uh, actions that they're trying that like this inner circle the Hellfire Club is trying to do. Like they're trying to basically topple the government it seems like and the underground it's like everyone is pulling from the underground so uh people have left the underground to join the hellfire club people have left the underground to join the morlocks people have left the underground or were eliminated by the purifiers not to mention there's still like regular cops and other shit so one by one like the the underground is kind of diminished insanely from like one of the main factions to just kind of we're we're not really alive but we're still trying to make a difference to uh it's up to us to basically save everything <laughs> and uh it's it's honestly really good and they keep delving more into the history of like the von strucker twins because they there's the two twins that if they touch they become they like do like an entire power surge of crazy shit because one girl can do like these barriers but also can use those to destroy things as well and then then the sun basically just destroys stuff with his hands and combined they can do catastrophic things i guess you could say so they descend like their grand so it's like one has ultimate protective powers and the other has ultimate destructive powers and then just like yeah it's like like, one's light one's dark one's positive one's Mm -hmm. negative one is yin one's yin that whole idea of like what happens when the juggernaut runs into the the um oh god what's his name the blob blob where it's like yeah immovable they did that in in, um the x-men evolution series i remember the blob's like unstoppable meet the unmovable (laughs) (laughs) and he just punches the blob when he falls over But, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was pretty good. Uh, and then I watched, I started watching the new season of Gotham. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty great. It's, it's so ridiculous. They're doing No Man's Land, yeah. which has been interesting. So, like, all the villains each have a territory, and then the GCPD have a territory. And so there's all these different blocks that are owned by different people. And, of course, the, it's still as cartoonish as ever, though, with, like, the... The, the regular civilians that didn't make it out of Gotham. 
and they're just like they'll go left or right they'll be like yeah the police and they'll be like yeah penguin and it's like so it's the, the way everything goes is just so ridiculous and i can't like uh they they did a lot more shit with selena like she has cat eyes sometimes now what? i don't want to get into it too much but basically like uh she got shot by um joker quote unquote oh, joker my God. Are they... and he straight up he straight up did killing joke with her like he he shot her in front of I bruce in wayne that. manor and paralyzed her dude i was so mad and then, about that dude she tried to kill herself <laughs> and then bruce is like went to ivy and he's like i need help and then she's like oh give her this and then he gives her that and then she gets crazy abilities or not crazy abilities but she's like stronger than she ever was before in terms of like i guess cat like reflexes and other weird shit that's convenient Um, yeah so it's just progressing where you have now extra factions besides the villains coming in that are weird like delta force dudes that aren't actually good and like you still have hugo strange in it the riddler's arc is really weird there's other characters still missing uh, well, actually, really, just uh, Leslie Tompkins is missing, I want to say. It's just all over the place, but it's so fun. It, it, like, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, and by the end of it, it's basically supposed to... You'll you'll get Batman at the end, apparently. Okay. A very, very young Batman, but Batman nevertheless. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm liking this. Also, I believe the next episode is going to bring in Bane. So that'll be cool. Because he's not in it yet. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, like, wait, has Bane been in the show before? I honestly no. don't remember. Watch, watch Bane beat, uh, break the back of a child. Oh my god. <laughs> a child first <laughs> No, that's not gonna happen, though. Alright, and then, uh, next up, Riverdale. Uh, this, that was at the mid-season premiere happened for season three, and it's as Riverdale as ever with, like, all the weird teen drama and the weird thing where adults are treating the kids like adults and they're doing weird shit to the kids like up i'm not gonna like spoil much i'm not gonna say like names but like one parent takes their kids college money for dumb shit what another parent is like i'm trying to i'm trying to sell these drugs and then the kid's like fuck your drugs and it's like well i was already selling them so now you have to find the money to give to the buyer (laughs) and it's like what the fuck these are children these are high school kids what kind of parents are what what play what what the who's running this town Dude, that's funny <laughs> it, there's like there was a noir episode where jughead's like a detective and it's like who shot this guy <laughs> he's like going to everyone it's like you had a motive clearly and it was just, why would jughead <laughs> be investigating a crime because he's the narrator in the show so like really? whenever someone's doing like the the narration it's jughead because he's like the writer and everything else, yeah. Even though he's also like the leader of the Tunnel Snakes. I mean, does the, he every the South Side, the South Side Serpents, not the Tunnel Snakes. Does he like every but... once in a while just like throw in like, man, I could really have gone for a burger right then. <laughs> I mean, he still eats a lot. It's that's never been taken away. You just see him eating a lot, but they never mention. I mean, he's not comic book Jughead where you just see this fucking dude who never says anything, just eat, and it's like, hey, what are you thinking about? It's did, like food. Did they <laughs> did they swap out his like paper crown for like a regular ass hat or something? Sorry, could you ask again? You cut up. Yeah, sorry. Uh did they like swap out his paper crown for like a regular ass hat? <laughs> it's like a hat that still has like the crown stuff on it. 
That's weird. It's like a beanie almost. Like I really want to watch. It's like this a beanie show. with like the little crowns. Because like I keep hearing it's, good. It's uh, really good fucking. Re- dude, it's so ridiculous. I love it. uh, it's, it's dude. It's like I said, CW just they keep cw and fod it's like gotham and riverdale and legends of tomorrow i just like i couldn't do it anymore with arrow flash and supergirl i might eventually go back like i said but at least for now i'm just like ah i'm good and oh god fucking supernatural too like they get me really good with shit and then at the same time i'm like why am i doing this and it's like i feel like i hate my I, I'm, I'm i'm hating myself and that's why i do it i don't really Dude, know i like just saw a thing that said like season 14 of uh, supernatural available now i'm like fucking season 14 yeah, dude, I'm, I'm probably three seasons behind now I, I just stopped and i was like i can't i can't i can't do this anymore and they're coming up on their 300th episode and i saw an article saying how this isn't the end it's the beginning oh my god and i'm like what does that fucking what does that mean <laughs> i'm so glad i stopped all yeah, right anyway same. i watched uh i watched more black lightning uh things are progressing slowly but surely because it's kind of like the effects of uh, the kids and their powers and how it impacts, I guess, those around them. But actually, more of like, it turns out everyone around them also has powers. And there's like deaths, there's like white privilege principles now. And because uh, it's like the, the school, the whole thing is Black Lightning, Jefferson Pierce is the principal. And it's like a very, it's the, it's a very black school because like the whole neighborhood's black and everything else and it's like he has a very good program so it keeps all the kids in school and out of the streets and he gives them like their second chances he, he talks it out with everyone and he just makes sure everyone's safe and everyone has a future and then they put in there's a whole thing where it's like all right you weren't here during this shooting or whatever and or like when one of the other students came back and attacked because he got paralyzed and came back with powers because of the villain it's a whole thing. Interesting. But they're like, you. we either close the school, I think. They either said they closed the school or put, like, extra security, like, uh, alarms and shit. Or you step down as principal. So he steps down, and then they appoint some, like, white dude who then immediately, like, two, two kids fight. He's like, you're both expelled. And, like, it's just, dude, he does all this stupid shit. And he's just, like, it, it's it's just weird. It, it's it's not, it's whatever. Um but otherwise, the show is really cool. Uh, it's 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 second season, yeah, and we'll see how well it does because the CW curse is the third season is where everything goes downhill, and we'll we'll yeah. see if that occurs that with Black sense. Lightning as well. Yeah, usually it's like the first season's cool, the second season's the best, and then the third season all of a sudden it's just like, Pfft. but we'll, we'll yeah, see that's like if that occurs. Yeah, pretty much exactly what happened to the Flash. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Game of Thrones, uh, I got halfway through season three already, so I'm kind of getting through it pretty fast. I think I'll actually probably get through three and four entirely and meet my quota for February, honestly, probably before before like the last week of February. I think I could probably get it all done. And then if anything, I could finally get to Punisher season two and those that uh, uh, fire festival documentary yeah well they catch up with everyone else but all right let's get on to the movie tv news we'll blast through this because we're are we're actually around an hour 15 but if we could do it before an hour 20 that would be great yeah uh have you watched legion yet yeah that was another one of those shows that like literally the second season has been on hulu for i don't know how the fuck long but like i guess at some point it got uploaded and they just didn't tell me 
So that's all. My... Did you watch season one? I, just, I watched season one. and I really, really liked it, okay. which is why I, like, I was waiting for it to show up on Hulu, and it just like didn't until okay. I checked like last week, and I was like, when the when the fuck did okay. this happen? Yeah, yeah. So this Legion uh, will end after season three. Right. So the plan was uh, it was always it was always intended to be a three act show. So seasons one, two, and three, and it's over. Okay, because uh, it's it's so fucking good, and. They cast Legion's parents. Interesting. So which means Professor Gabriel X. Heller will play Legion's mom, which I'm wondering if that's, if I remember correctly, that's Moira McTaggart. If I'm, oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. If, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, I think you're right. So it's Moira McTaggart. She'll probably play because it's just as Legion's mom. I'm assuming it's Moira McTaggart though. And then Harry Lloyd. I don't know if you remember him, but he was Viserys in Game of Thrones. He was Danny's brother. Oh, he will be Professor X. I could see that if you shave him. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I don't want to say what happens because once you watch season two, you'll uh, you'll wonder exactly what season three will be because they get into some. You'll you'll just see. I'm not going to tell you anything, but it's a good time. Uh, but it, I believe it premieres sometime this year. Most likely, I would say in the spring. It'll run through like the summer, and then it'll probably end. But that'll be a fucking good time. I'm looking. That's honestly probably the show I'm looking forward to the most. This, uh, sorry, the second biggest show I'm looking forward to this year. The first of which, of course, is Game of Thrones, because you know. And then uh, next up, <clears throat> sorry, uh, Dune has a large fucking cast so far. I just wanted to. Uh, what's his face? Um, Wait. Oscar Isaac was cast in it. Excuse me. And joins a very large cast. But they're making another Dune movie. Yes okay <laughs> it's it, uh, honestly it looks really promising but so far the cast is timothy chalamet uh he's from call me by your name and he'll star sorry this is all coming from ign they got it all gathered here so i figured it would be the easiest to read from here uh timothy chalamet will star as paul atreides while young and naive paul is already a gifted scholar and warrior whose very existence threatens to threatens the balance of power in the galaxy and the far off future of dune and then uh, Rebecca Ferguson, you'll know her from Mission Impossible, uh, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. She was the British agent. Uh, she will play Lady Jessica, mother to Paul, and concubine to Duke Leto Atreides. I don't know any of these names. I really need to read the book. Uh, Oscar Isaac was cast as Duke Leto Atreides, the leader of House Atreides and the newly minted ruler of the spice-rich planet of Arrakis. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, you know Stellan Skarsgård, right? I know Skarsgård. Who? Well, he's uh, he's uh, what's his face? His dad. Oh, you know Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, okay. He's his dad, but he's also in Thor. You know, he's uh, he's the like scientist in Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He also gets controlled by the Loki Pokey stick and whatnot. No, I just keep forget. Yeah, so. yeah. I just keep forgetting his name, and like I thought you might be saying he had like a brother I didn't know of. No, no, that's his dad. Uh, he'll play Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, the ruler of Haros Harkonnen, and a bitter rival of Duke Leto. And then Dave Batista will uh, play Glusso Raban, a nephew of Baron Harkonnen, often referred to by his nickname, the Beast Raban. <laughs> uh, Zendaya Freeman is... I think that's your last name, right? Free, yeah. Uh, right? I, Zendaya I Freeman? So. It's usually a last yeah. name. Uh, you know her in Spider-Man Homecoming. She plays... MJ, not uh, Mary Jane, just MJ, uh, no, is in we'll talks see. to play Ch- Chani, 
a girl who first appears as a recurring presence in Paul's dreams. And then uh, Charlotte Rampling. Uh, she's from that movie Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she has been cast as Reverend Mother Gaius Helen Mohayim, the leader of the Bene Gesserit religious order. I don't know the fuck any of these guys. I really need to read this book. Yeah, no, I, I'm i not that into Dune. I tried watching the the newer remake that they did, like, I don't remember when, in the 80s or 90s. I've never watched... <clears throat> excuse me. I, I've never watched the original. Original, it just I've heard that one's even more boring somehow, which is weird because I was like, granted, I tried to watch Dune when I was like a young kid, and all I remember is it came on two VHSs. It was that long, and oh, okay, and yeah. it was just boring for the most part. So I don't even remember getting to the end. I just was not interested in the whole like spice trade economy and all that but i've i know you're not interested in the spice trade economy you're a piece of shit <laughs> yeah so like <laughs> it, i i get that it's got like a huge following it just i never got into either of the original movies or the read the original book which is super thick so yeah i'm not that i haven't ever written or read like a long book it just i haven't been interested in getting it to dune if i'm gonna be honest it is honestly like uh, there's a lot of cl- I would consider like cl- not classic like oh this is Shakespeare but like classic is in like books from the last century or so like everything from Dune Huckleberry Anne Rice vampire stuff Sherlock Holmes uh, like I wanted to read all that stuff and that's one of the books in that library of stuff I eventually want to tackle so I'll probably watch it hopefully before the movie comes out then if I can we'll see uh, or read it before the movie comes out. Uh, and then last one was Javier Bardem. Uh, he's in talks to play Stiglar, uh, the leader of the Freeman tribe who take Paul and his mother, or take in Paul and his mother. All right. So that's it for the uh, Dune stuff. And we'll keep going. So this is interesting. Uh, both on the same day, first, ben, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, also known as the guy who created Miles Morales' Spider-Man, who also created the Ultimate Marvel Universe and is now writing and doing a fucking awesome job on Superman in Action Comics. Uh, he, and also, like, I'm sure had a, I'm, I think he had a partial hand in the Spider-Man animated movie. Uh, he is wor- working on the script for a Kitty Pride solo film. I didn't know, this was actually announced a long time, like January 2018, apparently. So, like, over a year ago that it was being worked on, but he said he's still writing it. And it's still being worked on, and it's still happening. But then later on, the same day, uh, there was news that uh, from the producer, like the X-Men producer, uh, Lauren Schuler Donner, that Gambit, X-Force, and Kitty Pride are all on hold, according, uh, basically until Disney decides what to do with them once everything goes through. And new with mutants? The merger. Uh, that was already made, so... Yeah, but they still aren't releasing it yet. Uh, yeah, but it's going to release after Dark Phoenix, I believe. Ugh. It was just delayed. Like, they gave a date for it. I don't remember what it was, but it should still happen, especially since they already made it. Why would they not want to make money there when it's still going to come out? That makes sense. I just don't know why they wouldn't. Like, it doesn't seem connected to anything, so why wouldn't they just put it out? Unless it's terrible. I mean, they're going to... I think they did reshoots or something, and then everything... I don't know. It's it's a whole mess, but that movie was pretty much... They were ready to go, like, last February. It was supposed to come out or something. But then they delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. Yeah. 
All right, uh, next up, uh, Justice League vs. Fatal Five was announced. We don't usually talk about the animated DC movies coming out because they're usually like the straight DVD, uh, Blu-ray home movies. Uh, this one, though, is in the style of... It's basically the same uh, world, I believe, as Justice League Unlimited, like the old 90s shows and stuff. Uh, and it's the oh. same voice actors and actresses, I believe, for like Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Kevin Conroy, for sure, is back. And they're introducing... like The whole thing, Fatal Five, are Legion of Superhero villains. So they're villains from the future, and they are there to attack... Uh, fuck what's his face um hang on let me look that up really fast i can't remember his name for the life of me uh basically though um i think the protagonist in it is going to be uh jessica jessica um i forget his name i i'm like forgetting everything right now uh she's playing jessica cruz so, uh, the actress from Diane Guerrero from Orange is the New Black is playing Jessica Cruz. That's the new protagonist for it. Uh, she is a Green Lantern. She was created by Jeff Johns, uh, during the Dark Side War, if I remember correctly. Uh, she's the newest Green Lantern, basically, and she's really cool. Uh, they're also putting, the one that, uh, is from the future, the Legion of Superhero is, um, what's his name? Starboy also known as Thomas Keller. So he's supposed to come from the future and he gets all fucked up and then Jessica's there and helps him out and stuff. And then Justice League's there. Also Mr. Terrific's there and Miss Martian, which it's a very weird team because you have the Trinity plus Miss Martian, Green Lantern, and Mr. Terrific. It's just a, it's just a strange set of people, but it should be interesting. And then the Fatal Five are from the future. They'll fight them basically. And it's like the classic animation, which is why I'm super excited. So Bruce Tim has a big hand in this. And that comes out on April 16th. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I believe it comes same day as on uh, DC Universe, uh, the streaming app. And then... Uh, oh, else? comes out on the streaming app the same day. I thought I was like, wait, I thought that was as, already... As like Blu-ray release. Yeah, yeah I was sorry. like, I thought that was already out. <laughs> Where are they yeah. putting Titans? <laughs> All right. And then uh, the Game of Thrones prequel uh, could air as early as summer 2020. All right. So basically next year, we can get it. It should start filming sometime this year, and then we'll get it next year, which is crazy. There's no there's no real break from Game of Thrones. It's just a new a new world, a new adventure. And then did you see the new photos for season eight? It was no. like all uh, character photos. No, I've been trying each, to like like main character. Not pay attention to stuff. I don't want anything spoiled. Oh, I want as much as possible. I'm like, give me everything. But they're they're saying so freaking silent. It's killing me. But alright, they they, talk, uh, they showed that, uh, this one was a bit interesting, Michael B. Jordan and his company, uh, what do you call it, uh, that's another one I have to find really fast, uh, there, there is a new movie that he's gonna make that is paired with, um, man, I'm really bad at finding these articles, I swear, oh, there it is, okay. So there's a book called Black Leopard Red Wolf, and it's part of like a trilogy that's going to happen of books. And him and his production company, Outlier Society, according to Variety, are going to be like making a movie based on it. And the whole thing about it is it draws from, it's like, think kind of like fan, high fantasy with African mythology, though. So 
the reason that seems interesting to me is because everyone's always angry about like, hey, this person wasn't originally this race or that or this, or they replace people and all these things. We get like all these characters that are changed by looks and everything else. And one thing I've always said, like I've never really, I've been indifferent on half of them. Sometimes I'm annoyed with certain ones. But one thing I've always said is I just want to see something original. I want to see something new that hasn't been done. And it's like it brings out a culture and just like really starts something interesting. And this is exactly what I wanted. I'm like, oh, Michael B. Jordan's doing this? Oh, hell yeah. I am fucking already. I don't even know if it like who knows when they'll even start doing a script and everything. But I'm already in like yeah michael b jordan's involved in it i'm that's set. I'm honestly the same for me if michael b jordan's on the project like that dude i can't think of anything off the top of my head that he's done that was like not good so, well we don't talk about fantastic four that's fair yeah yeah I mean, he wasn't i don't want to give him shit for that though because like he did as best he could with his part like he acted his character fine they just ruined the like the plot and how to do all those characters yeah but well hopefully it's good i'm looking forward to it we're probably honestly not going to hear anything else about it for a long time until they're like hey this this film's been ordered it's getting written right now and they've announced the writers and whatnot so we'll see what happens and then uh we got some trailers did you watch the new shaft trailer yeah i really liked it I mean, I, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. This would be a good time. That's the thing. Like, I never watched the original, so I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. Same. But, same, but just Samuel Jackson. Dude, I just thought it was so funny, the, the idea of like a young cop or whatever needing to go to his, I guess, dad, Michael Jackson. Not Michael Jackson. Sorry. Goddamn. Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Shit. What? Jesus, oh my dude. God. What, what are you... <laughs> You need to. That what, was bad. Are you, what are you? What are you doing? What are you? Where are you? Where are you right now? <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think Michael Jackson just pops into my head because like that was the guy that that like racist governor who did he like dressed up in blackface was like I only did it because I was Michael Jackson. <laughs> but whatever. I guess that dates this episode for like recent current events. But um, so uh, okay, there we go. So yeah, it froze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Samuel Jackson, I just like, I love that Samuel Jackson is like older Shaft, and then well, he's like he's like main age Shaft, and then you have old yeah, Shaft, like, which is he, like his dad. To, they, yeah, at some point, like the two, like the father and son, have to go to the granddad to go get him, who's like an even older, even more badass. Shaft. I'm wondering, is that the actual actor for the old Shaft show? That would be so funny if it was. That would make sense. If it is, that's really awesome. And then, yeah, the then now we have new recruits, like up and coming Shaft, possibly. Yeah. Who so it's like three just generations gets of fucked Shaft. up a bunch. I was just like, this looks so fucking funny, and just like I love, I love Sam Jackson. So I'm already in with him, and it's just like all everything. It's just it looks like a fun time. Yeah. And next up, we got a trailer for pets. Uh, a second trailer for Pet Cemetery. Did you see that one? I did. I don't. I, I'm not excited for this movie. <laughs> I mean, I did. The only thing about this trailer, like the first, I, I just remember it's like sometimes dad is better. Don't do it. <laughs> and then like uh, they bring the kid back or whatever. And I, 
I kind of forgot because I was just watching the trailer itself and I didn't really think too much into it. And then the second trailer basically told me everything I needed to know, really. I was like, oh, okay, I see what's going to happen now and I yeah. understand the full plot. And I would have been more surprised. I honestly would have been more surprised if they didn't show me that in the trailer because I, I am one of those people that don't know anything about it. So stuff that yeah. normal people that maybe read the stuff because it's based on a it was originally it was a, book a Stephen King book right yeah yeah so people that read the, read Plus the book or watched the first yeah, movie would movie. know everything about it but because I never did any of those I would have been legitimately surprised with when things happened and I've been like oh my god but like I still I actually I'm still probably interested. know the most of it from South Park just for the one episode yeah I know you know, like, I know right sometimes dead is better you don't want to go down that road <laughs> don't do it scotch <laughs> yeah that's fucking great. Can I just have some spaghetti ass? <laughs> right. He must feed. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Uh, Alright, last few. We're almost there. We're almost done. We're getting close to an hour and a half. And I'm starving. Uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, the film is going to release in September 4th, 2020. Uh, they also released a set photo with uh, Milia Jovovich and the dude that plays Monster Hunter. I, <laughs> I'm just not going to look it up right now. I just don't feel like it. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's uh, the same people that made the Resident Evil movies, so I'm pretty excited for this because I really like those movies, and I wish... I am not. <laughs> I wish they made a game based off of the Resident Evil movies, so those are really, those are really enjoyable. Well, let me tell you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, those movies are ridiculous, but that's honestly why I enjoyed them. I know a lot of fans, like yourself and others, nah. despise those movies greatly. Yeah, no, like those... those... <sighs> If I, I prepare for that with Monster Hunter, yeah, now. I feel like if I, apparently though they're gonna have the monsters and the the gear in the games are gonna be in the movie. So all those guys. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. I mean, here's the thing. My problem with Resident Evil the movies was that they they took a lot of individual things out of the games and just like put them in the movie. And they're like, it's enough Resident Evil, call it Resident Evil. So like, in the first movie you got like and I mean, one uh, liquor, yeah, and so yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, they just didn't I, pay enough faithfulness uh, attention to the source material, but at the same time, honestly, if you really look at the source material of Resident Evil, it's bonkers anyway, so... Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I mean, they, they tried to stick with the... They, they sort of did. I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, they, they kind of... Uh, a little bit, and then they didn't. And then they went completely the opposite. Lasers! <laughs> they did for two movies, and then after that, they didn't. <laughs> it was then it's basically just like Fallout with zombies. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. But all right, last three. Uh, this was another interesting thing. We didn't really get to talk about... I'll say it really fast. All right, last week uh, they said Wonder Woman 3 would be modern times. Uh, Birds of Prey trailer teaser was released. And Ben Affleck for sure isn't coming back as Batman. And the Batman uh, could start filming this year, I think they said, at the like the end of the and year. Maybe focus and it would come out in 2021. Room. Yeah, it would be 2021 because we get Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman, I think, next year. And then this year is Shazam and the Joker movie. Uh, and then newly announced is... Oh, God. All right. Newly announced was the Aquaman spinoff, The Trench. Oh. Uh, and that will be reportedly... It's reportedly in early development via The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, so that would be an origin movie of the trench most likely and how they became to be where they are, which honestly is fucking interesting Weird. because it's like that delves completely away from like, that's what I like about some of the stuff. It's like, they, they're just like, oh, okay, we're trying to get all these comic book characters out there and finally get them out there and do justice league and get everyone connected. And then they're like, you know, we're just going to do standalone stuff a little bit more, but it's still going to be connected. Just each movie is, is its own thing. And then they go, 
Hey, what if we just made a spin-off and it's just the fucking trench and like it's as far away from everything else as possible? Like that's just bonk that's bonkers. But I I fucking love that. I want more deep sea shit. I want and it, it's it's gonna be a lot more horror oriented as well, I believe. So it might be like the transformation and all this fucked up shit, who knows? But it's gonna be I'm excited. Uh this probably won't come out until like God knows how long because of everything else ever announced for them ever. So probably we'll say I'm gonna say right now twenty twenty eight. Does that seem fair? I mean that's twenty thirty. Like <laughs> like at least ten years, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's fair for everyone until we talk about every fucking DC movie in development. And then alright, uh Terminator Dark Fate was revealed as the new title for that new Terminator movie that's the one that's going to that's the one that james cameron's doing and just like ignoring he's producing it he's producing it there's a different director but basically he has his hands on it unlike terminator 3 4 and 5 which was rise of the machines salvation and genesis which i actually still have to see salvation now i think about it but it basically redcons all of them just like i think genesis redconned a lot of the earlier stuff but this (laughs) this redcons genesis and three and salvation so it's like after terminator 2 it is terminator dark fate and it has linda hamilton return as sarah connor which is fucking awesome and there's two other new female characters that are going to be in it i don't really know anything about them but i'm just excited to see uh linda hamilton back because that's going to be crazy plus schwarzenegger is going to be in it as well i believe so we're just getting some good shit the next one just has to be like terminator timelines where they're just like not going between different times, but they're going between like different timelines within the universe of like, yeah. this is the universe where Skynet actually wins. This is the one where Skynet never even happened. Dude, this is why I hate time travel. Yeah, was, I've never shit. liked it. I've never liked it since I was a kid. Like, if there's a movie, if there's something I really love and they end it with the time travel thing, I get so angry. I'm like, you fucking killed. That's why I'm also kind of not looking forward to Avengers Endgame because if they do time travel, I'm just going to. See, I'm going to just you're gonna watch my face deteriorate as the movie progresses. I'm just gonna be less and less interested, see, probably. Because I just despise I despise alterations of timelines. So that's why you don't like Doctor Who. <laughs> well, he doesn't really fuck with. No, much. that's just fucking stupid. But, like, but yeah, I don't know. I I fucking trash cans, James. They kill people. Like I like. Think about it. What? The Daleks are trash cans that kill people. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's why they're... You just push them Those over. Those are fucking funny. It's fucking They can dumb. fly. We've had this convers- a conversation before. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. All right, continue. But, really fast. Like, <laughs> I... I... I want to give a caveat to timeline movie... Or time travel movies where I usually really like them, but only if they are really thoroughly thought out. Because the biggest issue with time travel stories is that there's a lot of opportunity for loopholes and like just just holes in your plot basically. So if you don't really think your shit out and cover all your bases and and like get rid of all the loose ends, it's going to look like a sloppy story. So like time travel can, in my opinion can be done well. It's just really hard to do it really well basically. Yeah. The only time I enjoy it, I think, is X-Men, but that's also me just kind of like, I like watching myself in pain, I think. That's <laughs> that's honestly what I think. All right, and the last, uh, this is, we'll go shortly on it, but this is probably the, 
Oh, did you see that Aladdin trailer? <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah all right there's nothing all right there was they showed a bunch of stuff that no one cares about because i was actually interested the last thing they show huh i was actually interested until they showed genie because like i mean i i the minute they showed they said oh you see genie and they showed a picture of it before i could actually watch it yeah i just lost interest in everything in the trailer i I was just like i was waiting it wasn't even i wasn't even watching the trailer i was like i'm just waiting to see fucking genie appear and just be like yeah that's fair like i i mostly watched the trailer just to see what does genie look like but like up until he showed up, I was like, oh, I, I actually recognize like that's the scene where Aladdin comes in. It's like Prince Alibaba. Like, I recognize the music. It sounds like Aladdin. That's awesome. And then they show Genie. I was like, ugh, he looks like fucking Blue Casper. <laughs> no, it's just it's just Will Smith and they painted him blue. That's it's just Will Smith. I was like, it's just literally it's just literally Will Smith. And I'm like, I'm cracking up. I was talking to a lot of my friends online about it from that I went to school with, and the one I'm talking to the most is like a visual effects artist, and we're just having so many laughs with it, and I'm dying, and I'm like, I can't even, dude. If he says certain, I just want him to talk like the fucking Fresh Prince, and that's all. That's all I see. I love that. Even after all of, after all of the Will Smith movies I've seen, I don't know why. I just see his face there, and I'm just like, oh, it's the fucking Fresh Prince. I don't see Legend. I don't see. Uh, Men in Black. I don't see iRobot. I don't see like anything else. I just see Fresh Prince when I see the fucking genie. Is it because his skin's really smooth? I I think it's because he's also back to being funny again. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And it's just like he's the tone. It's the tone. He's like you got it's like, like a what? You, were, you know you never heard of I, genie I, before. <laughs> I urge you and I urge anyone listening to watch on YouTube. It's called the Fresh Pints of Blair. So it's a YouTube poop of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it's like two 20-minute sets of it, and it's actually fucking hilarious. So it's like all this stuff, you know how YouTube poop, they like rewind, fast forward, like insert words and shit. It's like that, but all over the fucking place. But there's, dude, it was so funny. It was in, when I saw this, it was like summer 2016. My friend showed this to me when we went on our graduation trip. And since then, I still nonstop still make references to it. When we see each other, that's something I just, I can't help it. Like, we just always reference it. It's like, it, there's so many stupid lines that are so fucking hilarious that now I see his face and that's all I think. That's all I think. I can't help it. And it's, it's gonna, I mean, besides the fact that who knows how good this movie might be. Because I'm, I went from originally when they said, oh, we're making this movie and it's gonna be a very big Middle Eastern cast. And I was super excited. And then, like, I'm pretty sure Aladdin's, like, half of the actors are Indian. And uh, that's where I lost interest. And I'll put it this. I, I'm not being racist or anything like that. I'm Middle Eastern, and I thought I was going to get a movie with Middle Eastern characters. And they, for, for some reason, thought that Indian people were Middle Eastern, and they're not. They're just, they're, they're just Asian. And it's like, oh, they're brown and they're brown. Let's just throw this, like, the same thing. If you want, mm. if I wanted to, I could probably just get everyone, this, it's all the same person. They could do it. And I'm just like, oh my god, I can't. I, I just wanted, like, as exact as it could be. Because it just, it kills me sometimes, because you think, like, you think you're gonna get someone from the same, like, specific region, and then they just go, this person looks like it, so this should work. And that's what always gets me annoyed nowadays. And... Uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, 
it's not as bad as fucking Prince of Persia when they're like Jake Gyllenhaal, the Persian characters. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, like the whitest man. (sighs) Yeah, as as a person of multiple brown backgrounds, like, dude, I'm Mexican, I'm Iranian, I'm all this stuff. Like, I'm like, it's like when you go, yeah, this is a movie about these uh, Mexican. This is a very Mexican movie. All of the character, all the actors are Guatemalan. I'd be like, that's not. You're still not getting it. You're not. You're not understanding. You're expecting everyone to be the same. It's not how it works. Yeah. It's. It's like that. That's. Yeah, that's my only gripe with these things. Besides the fact that Aladdin also, I don't know if it'll actually be a good film itself, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I was excited. I'm more very cautious. I'm not as optimistic. And if anything, now I'm expecting. I'm just going to be laughing at the genie for the wrong reasons yeah i don't i I still can't put my finger on like exactly what's wrong with him it's just all i can tell you for sure is that it's just like my initial reaction is like that doesn't look good (laughs) yeah so we'll we'll see what happens but that's uh that's all we got today uh if you want to email (laughs) us and yeah if you want to email us contact us contact us uh email us at sutro side talk at gmail.com if you want to follow us on Twitter, just follow us at Sutra Side Talk. If you want to follow James, you can follow him at Invader Jim One Two Four. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me at underscore Raider underscore. And that's pretty much all we have currently. Uh, we'll try to get back to weekly, but at the same time, things more deadlines are popping up for audio stuff for me. So we'll see what happens. We might move to, we might have to move to like uh twice a month instead but we'll, we'll see what we can do maybe i don't know we'll, we'll see like i at least for the next week or so i'm after i get through my next couple midterms for the next couple days like i'll have a little bit more time free time i think so whenever whenever you have free time it's fine for me i think cool we'll and it also depends we'll see how our numbers do by the end of february and the beginning of march and we'll see where we go from there if right. we go still but yes that is it uh until then have a good one